All right, y'all. We are mixing things up here today on the Scruffy Stuff in an episode that I am very excited about. And it's something that um, I've thought about for a long time. And perhaps you've thought about if you're just walking around downtown Knoxville, popping in and out of restaurants and shops. Uh, you know, there are a lot of great restaurants and shops in downtown from Market Square to the Old City. But sometimes I'm left feeling like things are just a little bit out of place. And I'm not saying that the businesses don't belong. I'm just saying they perhaps don't belong where they are located. And some of them are, you know, small inconveniences, but some of them really are, uh, you know, situations in which the business and the consumers would be better off if that business was located somewhere else. And so today we're going to play the imaginary sort of, uh, it's almost like a game of Monopoly. We're going to be taking properties and moving them around and thinking about where some of your favorite downtown Knoxville businesses could be better off in different locations around downtown Knoxville. And so I'm drunk on the power. All right, well, let's just get into it. Um, I'm Ryan Willis, downtown growth and development reporter at Knox News. I'm Brenna McDermott, growth and development editor at Knox News. And this is The Scruffy Stuff, a podcast about all the news happening in and around downtown Knoxville, brought to you by knoxnews.com, where you can find everything we discuss here on the show and a whole lot more. Knox News relies on support from readers and listeners like yourself to provide you compelling stories from Knoxville and across East Tennessee. Subscribers get an all-access pass to all of our premium exclusive content. And to become a subscriber, it's easy. Just visit knoxnews.com slash subscribe. See our latest offer and sign up today. All right, well, Mother Nature is trying to rain on our parade here today, but we're not going to let us stop it. I say we go ahead and jump right into it. Just don't mind the noise in the background. Brenna, what is the, you know, when we came up with this prompt, what was the first most obvious one that came to your mind? Well, Ryan, I really tried to think about what are the businesses that suffer from a location that could be better? You know, they've got a lot of promise, but for whatever reason, just haven't reached that full potential. I think you know where I'm going with this. Number one on my list is Marble City Market. We're going to do a little swap for them because I think part of their issue is natural foot traffic or lack thereof. And I also think once you've done the food hall scene a couple of times, it just starts to feel a little old. So what they need are fresh eyes on the food hall all the time. So I'm going to suggest that we do a little swapsies and move Marble City Market to the downtown Marriott, newly renovated. We can move the Maker Exchange into the food hall's spot and see how it does over there. But I really think the food hall would benefit from that hotel traffic, that visitor traffic. They're looking for something fun and outside the box to do, and they can do it uh, right inside the hotel. It's also near the convention center and the Tennessean, so a lot of good natural foot traffic. Actually, both ends of the spectrum. There are people who are looking for fun things to do, and there are also people who are just there for a few days and don't want to have to walk around and want something close to their hotel. And if you're there four nights, well, you can have four different meals in the same building, and that probably would work great for the for, for the business. There so, you go. I had a, an idea about the food hall, too, um, related to the food hall. Mine's actually about Copita. And, you know, Copita is one of the more exciting restaurants in downtown Knoxville. I mean, if you think about uh, their offerings, you're not going to get those anywhere else. But for me, I just feel like it being in a hotel just doesn't 
feel right. I would love to see Copita move over to the uh, Regus building. And you have Copita over there in that area. You have Pachki. You have Adopa, three of the most favorite restaurants, I'd say, uh, for people who enjoy dining downtown Knoxville. And I just thought, you know, maybe that might be a way to get more eyes on the food hall if you made it sort of a, a restaurant chef hub over there. It's almost there. But I feel like, you know, moving that restaurant would benefit Copita and also would benefit that area as a whole. Well, while we're talking about the embassy suites, I have a proposed swap there as well. I think CJ's Tacos has a cult, a small cult following in Knoxville, but I feel like they haven't really broken through to get to that sort of top level name recognition. So I'm going to propose that we take CJ's and swap it with a very well-known Knoxville brand that visitors would probably enjoy being introduced to. We take CJ's Tacos and put it at Petro's on Market Square and move Petro's into the hotel. That sounds like an obvious, you wouldn't even have to change the color scheme on the walls. There you go. (laughs) go. That works out perfectly. Um, And maybe CJ's Tacos could redo the facade at Petro's, which I can't stand. That like weird black thing behind the name that looks dirty all the time yeah let's give that a swap how about it yeah uh well i'll stick around on market square uh because one of the more confusing businesses if you don't know the history is uh earth to old city on market square it used to be an old city in fact i think if you go over there uh to where it used to be you can still see on the side of the building painted uh earth to old city and so I was going to say, you know, it'd be nice to have the West family bars broken up a little bit. And I was going to suggest maybe having one of those on Gay Street, which they are opening a bar on Gay Street. We got the story on that over at knoxnews.com. But the more I think about it, you know, I think the the way that the West businesses work, we can pay one cover and walk in all the bars is great. So maybe you mix things up by just moving the Earth to Old City business back to Old City, which would be great. I feel like sometimes it gets lost in the in the mix of bars right there. And, you know, if you had it over in the Old City, which is about to be, uh, you know, even more growing area of downtown, I think the foot traffic would be great for the business. Although I'm sure they get great foot traffic now too, being on Market Square, but still. Okay. Since we're in the Old City, we'll talk about one of the food businesses that I think is so cute, but sometimes I feel sorry for it because I feel like where it is gets ignored. Or if you don't walk around the Old City a lot, if you're not on Jackson a lot, you miss it, which is Curious Dog super cute concept uh really creative hot dogs i just feel like they get skipped over a lot so i'm going to propose a swap this is not actually a swap it is an absorption of curious dog a merger a merger love it one of the best locations for sitting outside and enjoying downtown vibes is merchants of beer and they do have their food truck pop-up truck I think it's called. Um, But I think there's room for another food concept at Merchants of Beer. Merge Curious Dog over there. The pop-up truck can make everything except the hot dogs. And you've got that cool vibe and and you don't even have to leave for dinner. Yeah, that parking lot right behind Merchants of Beer would be a great place to build a, a, a new building that could house something like that. And on top of that, I think Merchants of Beer... Not, maybe not in all of downtown Knoxville, but definitely in the Old City is the most dog-friendly uh, bar. So to have a curious dog there at Merchants of Beer makes a whole lot of sense to me. And the dog park right across the street as well seems like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Look at this hand motion. It's, it's all working together. Synergy. Synergy. There we go. That's um, a little corporate speak. <laughs> the uh, Well, I'll stick around in the Old City too because there is a 
distinct architecture in the old city. Uh, I think it's one of the more unique places uh, in downtown. I think it's probably the scruffiest of uh, downtown Knoxville when you think about us as the scruffy city. It still holds on to that character. But I- I've noticed sort of a French style. Uh, it makes it sound like I discovered this. I think if you just walk down there, you'll notice it too. This French style architecture, especially over at uh, Old City Sports Bar, you know, you have those balconies that sort of look down onto Central. And I think it's just so unique. And how cool would it be if you moved Fat Tuesday, which, by the way, I just don't think makes a lot of sense on Gay Street. I mean, you're not supposed to take them to go anyways, but if you took them to go in the Old City, I feel like it would it would be a little more okay, because that's the party district. And so to have Fat Tuesday on Gay Street, you're near Frothy Monkey and Cruise Farm, and then you have like a daiquiri bar made for getting your buzz on. I think that should be an Old City. And also, why not put either, I'm going to say either or, not both, but French Market Crapery in Old City to match with that architecture and Fat Tuesday, again, Synergy, or Ruby Sunshine, also uh, New Orleans-based. So, yeah, three New Orleans-based businesses in, uh, or New Orleans-style businesses, I should say, in downtown Knoxville, which is why I guess French Market Crapery is French, but it's still, you get what I'm saying. Ooh la la. Yeah. The biggest challenge for Fat Tuesday is we need to find them a place where there's a great patio because mm. you have to have a reason to sit somewhere and drink a big old Slurpee that's going to take you 90 minutes to finish. And it's just a little sterile in Fat Tuesday. I don't have any brilliant suggestions, but that's what it needs. Yeah, I agree. And I think the thing is, too, is I've been in there and sat inside before to drink one, and I feel like they need to drink it even faster because i'm like i don't want to sit in here that much longer and so therefore it always looks empty because i feel like people are in and out for a daiquiri place it's not very there aren't people hanging out in there so this is potentially the flagship restaurant of knoxville tennessee i said it um often referred to as the friendliest place in america uh yet when you think about where it's positioned in downtown, it's sort of on the edges. I feel like its location is somewhat forgotten. Visitors might not even know it's there. Yassine's Falafel House needs much more prominent placement than it has. Uh, I'm sure there are benefits to its location, and there's going to be a hotel built above it, so that's certainly going to be a draw down to Yassine's. But I propose we swap Yassine's for the one thing in downtown Knoxville that just doesn't fit. Do you know what I'm gonna say, Ryan? Swap your scenes for the one thing in downtown Knoxville that doesn't fit. Every visitor I've ever had has commented, why is this thing there? What? Subway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No one is coming down to Market Square to go to Subway. Ryan just <laughs> raised his hand for the record. I, I've done it a couple times. I've uh, I've left work and went and parked in one of those fifteen minute spots. Put my flashers <laughs> on and got a sub. I like it because they give you a brown bag. It feels a little bit more like I'm in a city than the white. You know, I'm walking down the street with my with my hoagie and my bag. They give you a brown bag. Yeah, it's like you know, like a long paper bag. I feel like it feels a little bit really? more. Really? Yeah, it feels a little bit more. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, just a couple times. But you could also <laughs> use the flasher parking at Yassine's if true. Subway was over there. You know, I just think Subway is important for people who live or work downtown because you don't always want to go get, you know, an extravagant meal. But it just doesn't fit into the vibe. And you're looking around at all these great local shops and then you turn and see the Subway and it just sort of kills the mood. 
Well, if you have the if you put the subway over there, I think that would benefit from in two ways. One, you have a lot of offices over in that area, and so you know, right now, if you're working over there and you don't want to walk down to Market Square, your options are what a gyro or a falafel or whatever. You know, there's, there's not many things on the Yasin's menu, and so probably get i can't imagine this but you might get tired of eating your scenes um and then also putting subway over there right it, you, you would give them the option make your own sandwich and you know have a different sandwich every day if you want but it's also close to the hotel so if you do have those people who are like you know i'm in a new place i need something familiar oh there's a subway walking distance from my hampton inn or from my tennessee and all i have to do is figure out how to cross this uh six lane highway uh called henley street and um <laughs> and i'll be good so yeah, no, I, I really like that idea. And my idea is kind of based in in this same area. And this is, uh, I'm going to swap. We're going to mix around three different businesses here. Triple swap. Triple swap. Not businesses, actually. They're more uh, institutions, places, places to go visit. And that's the, the Downtown Library, the uh, History Center, and the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame. And so my idea is let's move the library over to the History Center because... I don't know. The History Center is a, you've done it once. If you're a local, you don't need to do it again. The library is kind of over there in that weird spot of downtown where I feel like even as somebody who would like to go sit in the library, I feel like it's not that accessible. And if you want to just go downtown, I feel like it's, even though there are places to park, it's not for the average person who comes downtown Knoxville. They're not used to parking in that area. You're used to parking in the area and getting down to Gay Street. And so I think it'd be nice to have the library there, bring a little bit of energy, people walking around, bring some kids uh, down to Gay Street because it doesn't really feel like a, we've talked about it before, it feels like just a lot of drinking and, and, and restaurants down on Gay Street. To, so bringing the kids into the mix would be nice. And then you move the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame over to where the library is. And then imagine that it's in the center of downtown instead of on the outskirts next to this weird uh, pyramid building. Kind of, you, can't, you look at it from a distance, you can't really figure out how you get over there. You have it right there in downtown. Yes, it's on the edge of downtown, but it's also right near the Sun Sphere. And suddenly I feel like that elevates the Sun Sphere because you realize, oh, this is kind of a cool place. What's all, what's going on over here? You have these two giant spheres in this area and there's a lot of vehicle traffic going by too there on Henley Street as we've talked about a lot. And I feel like just the, the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame as it is now just seems, I don't know how to put it. It just seems a little plain and, and boring and out of my way. Forgotten. Forgotten. If it's downtown, I feel like it would be a new energy. I mean, it's basketball. It's an exciting sport. And so to have that energy and have it in downtown, I think would do a lot of good. And then, so that leaves the History Center. And I think moving the History Center over to where the uh, Hall of Fame is, there's more parking over there. People want to come visit. And then also on top of that, you're close to Blunt Mansion and you kind of have this whole little history hub. They're not like right close to each other, but they're, I feel like it just makes a little bit more sense. Again, synergy. Uh, so that's my proposal. Let's make it happen. I'm sure that basketball can't be too hard to move. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're on the same wavelength because I also have a museum-related idea. The Knoxville Museum of Art is a super cool place to visit, but uh, again, I feel like it's forgotten where it is. If you're just hanging out downtown and you're just you know passing through town, you wouldn't even know it was there. So I'm going to propose that we create a little museum block adjacent to Gay Street, and we move the Knoxville Museum of Art to one center square, which is where the 21st mm. Mortgage Building is, and move the 21st Mortgage Building to the opposite side of World's Fair Park. Better yet, what about Pryor Brown? Oh. Pryor, we, we need to figure out something to do with that place. We got to, <laughs> yeah. Now that's a great idea. I love that. 
and we just create a little museum row. I mean, that's how it is in a lot of major metro areas. There's just kind of an area of town where you can find all the really super touristy stuff. You make it convenient for those people. And then there's, again, synergy. Yeah, and the, ten- and the Tennessee Theater and the Bijou Theater over there. So you have sort of an arts, entertainment, Landmarks. education district and i feel like that makes it feel a little bit more family friendly too if you have a whole area of town i mean there are family friendly things to do in downtown knoxville but they're not they're not together and so you might feel weird taking your kid to go bowl at maple hall on gay street when there's um you know at at nighttime when there's a bunch of you know people out drinking and hanging out and partying i i'm sorry i'm having a hard time even thinking of family friendly activities in downtown knoxville but if you put them all together and it feels a little bit more safe and it feels like it's a place where you know it's okay to take people so i'm totally on board with that the next one i have is a pretty easy swap because the businesses are owned by the same person so shouldn't be too hard i'm going to say you know people will go to calhoun's no matter what i feel like that is just a staple uh here in east tennessee and chesapeake's feels a little bit difficult to understand how to get to sometimes it's kind of by itself again it's, it suffers from being along henley street which i think we've i was gonna say we could dedicate a whole podcast to it we have dedicated a whole podcast to it but if you put chesapeake's over where calhoun's on the river is suddenly you have a seafood restaurant on the water makes a lot of sense you put calhoun's where chesapeake's is people are going to want to go to calhoun's they will figure out how to get to calhoun's not everybody's a seafood person maybe they're in the mood for seafood but uh, they don't want to bother getting, you know, going downtown and going over to chesapeake's well, make it easier, make it fit the theme a little bit more, and swap those two businesses. I think Knoxville might riot in the streets upon that suggestion, Ryan. That was the most controversial suggestion yet, in really? my opinion. Really? Why? Because I just think people are very attached to Calhoun's by the river. You know, it's part of its identity, so. Well, if they could figure out the parking situation over there, I don't see why you can't. You, there's room for both. If they could figure Ooh. out a way to do it, you have Chesapeake's and calhoun's and then you think about synergy even more oh we're full here at calhoun it's going to be a 30 minute wait but go on over to chesapeake's right next door yeah you know, maybe you add a, a brewery down there so you can go Smoky sit Mountain at the brewery, brewery while you wait yes well and here's the thing I, I i'm i'm gonna do two in a row now because my other suggestion is uh related to that same area and i've said on the podcast before that i feel like there needs to be a little bit more activity down on that riverfront um i think it would benefit from a you know, just a reason to go down there aside from just walking along the river or going to Calhoun's. And I've said before, I think it'd be nice to have a, a coffee shop sort of, they have like a concession stands there, a concession stand there. It'd be nice to see, um, you know, there's a pop-up coffee shop. You know, if you're trying to bring more uh, interest into that riverfront down there, I would even like to see the city, you know, provide some sort of uh, a drop in the bucket of the overall budget to help figure out a way to fund staffing that area down there, whether it is working with in the private sector with a business to open up a shop down there. But Mahalo, I think Mahalo makes a lot of sense. I do love the space where it's at right now, but I've thought there needs to be something down there on the river. So why not take the Mahalo that gives you sort of the oceany tropical vibe and put it down there on the river? I know it's not an ocean, but it's water. And I feel like it still would make it would make sense. Love it. And got me thinking too, while you're at it, like you said, put a brewery down there too. Little beer, little coffee, little food, little seafood on the water. Suddenly the district becomes a cooler place. And it's not that easy, by the way. But that would be that's that's the dream. That was my last suggestion, Ryan. Do you have any more? Yeah, I'm gonna run through just a a, a few quick ones. I was gonna say it'd be nice to see Hannah's and Southbound sort of spread out a little bit. I think, you know, if you're going to Hannah's you know, some businesses it makes sense to to be next to each other, and you know, 
and, and have that synergy right. But if you're going to Hannah's and paying a cover, I couldn't see myself. Maybe college kids are different uh, when they find out their their boy or the the girl they're interested in is next door at Hannah's. Oh, let me go pay it. Let me go pay a cover over there. But if it's just uh, you know, if it's just you're a night out, why pay two covers and do the exact same thing? An empty dance floor and and shots. So, anyways, split those up. Maybe move one down to Gay Street because I think Gay Street could have a little bit more uh, nightlife identity. And then for me, I'm going to also say Urban Outfitters, I think, is one of the coolest spaces in downtown Knoxville. I would love to see a local business in there. Just a side note, how how do you think Urban Outfitters stays in business? Have you ever thought of, have you ever seen more than two people in that store at once? Never, ever. Yeah. It's a mystery. And there's two people in there usually when I'm with somebody else. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I say I would love to see you know a local business in, in a nice space like that. So it'd be awesome if you could move Bliss and Tory Mason shoes over there. The space is sort of laid out for you know a, a, a clothing store already, and then you move Urban Outfitters down to the Bliss spot on Gay Street, and now you have a major brand on the main street in your downtown, which suddenly makes I feel like makes the city look like it's you know a level up. Oh, they have a Urban Outfitters on their main street. If you're just driving through downtown, you might not recognize the Urban Outfitters. You kind of have to be on foot to really see it. I love the idea. Is that it for me? That is it for me. But I'm sure that we missed something. And so I would love to hear what you, the listeners, think uh, about what you would switch up in downtown Knoxville. There's going to be a couple links in the podcast description. One is to the Urban Knoxville Facebook group where you can join in on the downtown discussion. The other is to the Urban Knoxville newsletter, uh, which comes out every Friday. Uh, if you'd like to keep up with me in the meantime and share your suggestions uh, via Instagram, you can give me a follow at Knox Scruff. And if you are not a subscriber to the podcast, go ahead and click that like or subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on to get a notification every time a new episode drops. I think this is the last time I'm going to say it because hopefully I've drilled it in now. Tuesdays podcast comes out on Tuesdays now and so make sure you're tuning in every Tuesday but if you sign up for those notifications you won't have to worry about it you'll just get a notification every time uh, a new episode is released and while you're at it if you could just leave us a review and let us know what you love about the show and what you would like to hear us talk about next Brenna I think that was a good one I'm drunk on the power still full circle there we go synergy (laughs) see you next week stay scruffy